You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies with Mickey and Megan, two best friends adventuring through motherhood, building our careers, and and not losing losing our shit. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. This is Megan. And this is Mickey. Hello. Welcome back. It's just the two of us. And the day that we're recording is International Women's Day. Yes. So happy International Women's Day to everyone. Yeah. I I love this day. One, because I love celebrating women, of course. But also on the funny side, it's also my husband's birthday. <laughs> so I just love... I love that Women's Day is on his birthday. It like gives me so much joy, and I just want to like fill the house with like celebrate women balloons because he's just like really, <laughs> really can't it be just about me? <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny, yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, did you guys have a good day for his birthday? Yeah, we did. It was pretty low key. One of our kids was at school. Um, the other we went and got, um, we picked up sandwiches and like ate at the park and she, um, Piper rode her bike around and Mike ran with her and I just walked. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not running to keep up after you, but we got some good outside time. And then, um, yeah, it was, it went pretty well. But <laughs> I'll get to dinner because that's going to be in my highs <laughs> and lows. But for the most part, yeah, it was a really good day. Awesome. Well, let's just go ahead and jump right into our highs and lows and kick this off. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Let's go first. Cause you go first. I'm dying to hear. Okay. I'm dying to hear about this <laughs> dinner. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. First I'll do my high. Ooh, I have to pick one cause I've been actually having a really good week. Um, I will do a business high. So, um, I've had this idea to do for my embroidery business for like a few months. Well, actually more than a few months now because it was back before the holidays um and I finally like got all my ducks in a row feel confident enough to list it and do um some samples and everything so I'm going to be posting some new things on my business Etsy page and my business page um but I'm excited because it's a totally new product I've never seen anything like it before and it's just a really big step for me and it's like a a higher end item than what I normally do but it allows me to have a lot more creativity and like it's just a really personal project so you guys will have to check it out when it's time but um but yeah I'm pretty excited about that it's it's kept me like motivated and excited about working so that's always a good thing yeah, it's so cool. I don't want to give anything away, but it, yeah, it's really different and special. I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah, thank you. So that's, um, it's at Piper's Designs and Embroidery, if you want to keep an eye out. Um, yeah, so that's pretty exciting. I'll get to my low. So it's, it's not <laughs> even that bad of a low, but my husband is just like the sweetest, best gift giver. Also, I feel like I'm really easy to shop for, so <laughs> I don't make it that difficult, but his birthday just snuck up on me this year and he's been home. Um, he was sick and they made him get like COVID tested, which took a week. So he's been home for two weeks already. So I didn't have like that alone time to go shopping and like prepare anything. Um, so all day I've just been like feeling stressed and guilty, like because I didn't do enough or whatever. So, um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to make dinner. I got stuff to make tacos. Like I got us Coronas and like the fancy Mexican cheese. And like, it's going to be so good. So uh, Coronas, right? The beer. <laughs> Coronas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coronas, the beer. Uh, 
So I get out, I make like ground turkey tacos. I got the meat out and like dump it in the pan. And I'm like, huh, like that, why does it look a little weird? Okay. I'm just, I hate meat. Like I enjoy eating. I hate cooking it. The whole concept of it disgusts me. So I'm like, is this what it's supposed to look like? I feel like it doesn't normally look like this. I just bought it a couple days ago. The expiration date says the 16th. Today's the 8th. Like, what the heck? And then I'm like, cooking a little bit and I'm smelling it and I like of course I google it I'm like what's ground turkey supposed to smell like raw and it's like it shouldn't have a smell I'm like oh it has a smell like okay I throw out the turkey and like there goes my taco plans like what am I even gonna do for dinner and then so I'm like okay look through the freezer and I have some like burgers and I was like okay I can make burgers no big deal yeah get out the burgers (laughs) have Mike light the barbecue put them on the barbecue I realize I only have two hamburger buns but I have some in the freezer so I get out the buns from the freezer and I like let them defrost a little bit, put them in the microwave like a paper towel, whatever. Soggy as hell. <laughs> so I go out to check the burgers and we ran out of propane on the barbecue. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God. I take them in. I'm like, I guess I'm cooking burgers in a pan, which I've never done. I cook them on the pan. I take them out and I'm like, they look weird. I take a bite. I'm like, these are disgusting. And so I go out there and I'm just like trying not to cry. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Dinner just, I don't know what's happening. It's not my night. This is not my fault that the meat went bad. Like I was prepared. I was very prepared. So we ended up going and getting McDonald's for his birthday dinner. So we're like, what? I don't know. I have to go grocery shopping tomorrow. and like, apparently stock up because (laughs) my freezer stuff is bad and my Ugh, it was just frustrating. He oh totally gosh. doesn't mind. And he's like, you know, it is what it is, whatever. No big yeah. deal to get take out every once in a while. But um, yeah, yeah, but you just... want to make it special. That's a... oh man. Yeah. So yeah, on top, yeah, just on top of the day of already like just feeling antsy about it, like to have dinner be just yeah. garbage. Bumped well, at me least up. you have a hilarious story now about his birthday this sure. year. Right? Yeah. You'll look back on it later and be like, oh my gosh, that was so funny. Everything is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I just like opened the door and he was outside playing with the kids. And I'm like, "Um, so he's like, oh God, what happened now? (laughs) Yeah. We all took it in stride and it's all fine. And yeah. Yeah. Good story, I guess. Yeah. Oh my gosh. COVID birthday. (laughs) Exactly. Again, round two. Oh, I guess last year he might not have had a COVID birthday yet. Well, and that's the thing is last year he like says he never wants to do anything. And so I like straight up just did not do anything. I mean, I got him like some presents and stuff, but um, like he had to work, I think, and the kids were in school. So we like didn't do anything. And then he was like kind of bummed about it. And then literally the quarantine started like a week or two later. And I was like, I should have done something. Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, nobody saw it coming. So, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, What about you? Okay, so my high is, like, the cutest thing. It melted my heart so much. I cannot even believe this happened. So um, we were at Stroller Strides the other day. So first of all, that's exciting. Stroller Strides is allowed to be back in session. And I, you guys know how paranoid I am about COVID, but I, it's, I feel super safe because it's outside and we can easily be over six feet apart for doing our workouts and the kids stay in the stroller and everything. So we're at stroller strides and I'm doing one of our workouts and I face Nora for most of the workouts that I'm doing. And she loves to like interact and like watch us do the workouts and count down and everything with us. And so it's really fun for both of us. Right. 
And so I'm mid workout and she just looks at me. She goes, she like a couple of minutes before she was like, go mama, go mama. Yeah, mama. <laughs> just like cheering me on, which was so cute. And then I'm like mid workout and she just looks at me and says, mama, you're amazing. And I was Aww. like, Oh, thank you. And then she goes, I love you so much. Just out of nowhere, like Aww. while I'm working out and she's watching me and she's seeing her mom just be like healthy and, you know, taking care of myself. And she's like taking it all in and then just says that to me. And oh my gosh, I was like, I'm never going to forget that. It was the cutest, sweetest thing I've ever seen. So that, yeah. So that was my high. My low is I've just got too many things going on right now. I'm just feeling overwhelmed. And I just have, I think in some ways I've bit off more than I can chew, but I, I don't actually think I have, if that makes sense. I just need to figure out how to lay it out in a way that makes sense, which is funny because teaching other people to create strategies for their businesses is what I do. But when it comes to myself, it's really hard to remove myself from the bigger picture and like from the work when I'm in it and make a strategy that is less overwhelming. Because when I actually look at things, I don't have that many things up in the air, but I'm doing them in a really frantic way where I'm just feeling super overwhelmed. So luckily I'm meeting with a business coach to kind of get some things laid out for myself because I've just been on the verge of burnout for a while now, but also can't stop because I'm so excited, which I think is a really good segue into what our topic for the show is. But yeah, I just, I can't stop. I have to figure out something to make things a little bit more uh, realistic for the long haul. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's just been, I've been kind of hard on myself about that. Like, why can't I figure this out for myself? Why can't I make a plan for myself and be able to make this easier? But it will be okay. It's just kind of been a speed bump. Yeah. Well, coming from someone who has used you as a business coach, like I'm sure, like I loved that you're so, you like give us so much grace and just having that outside point of view, like, okay, I'm, I'm not in it with you. So I can see, mm-hmm. you know, the patterns and whatever that you're not seeing. So I think that's really smart that you're reaching out and getting help from someone that, you know, isn't you. That's really important. That's yeah. like therapy, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like even coaches need coaches, you know, yeah. because it is when you're in it. It's so much harder than when you're helping someone else. And that whole idea of how it's so much easier to help other people than to help yourself. It's like the same thing, right? Like I feel more productive when I'm helping someone else figure it out than when I'm helping myself figure it out. So, so yeah, that's been kind of a struggle. I've got my keeping it real estate preview course is launching tomorrow and I've got a round of the brand new strategy going that launched on the first. So I think I'm kind of putting a pin in launching anything else right now until I meet with this coach and get like a new kind of strategy laid out for myself. So it's a good time to kind of slow down. I've got a lot of things going. So that's good. (laughs) I love that you say slow down. It's like a podcast and two professional coaching jobs. Like, yeah, I think you're good on not taking anything else on for a while. Well, on Clubhouse, we just, Clubhouse made it so that you can get your own club now. You used to have to apply for it. And I applied a long time ago and I was waiting and then they opened the floodgates and now everybody can have a club. So I opened a boss ladies and babies club 
on mm-hmm. Clubhouse, which I now have to manage and regularly host rooms in that. So just another thing to, which is not a low. It's just, yeah, just another thing. Listen to our business blab though, when uh, it comes out uh, Tuesday. So if you're listening to this episode, go back and listen to it. And if you're tuning in with us right now, as we're recording this, stay tuned for tomorrow. (laughs) So awesome. Okay. Well, this is perfect for the topic for tonight because we're going to be talking about finding our passions. Um, There's kind of, there's, two sides of it obviously there's people that are lucky enough to find their passion and be able to take that and make a career out of it and then there's people that maybe haven't found that yet or have a passion but it's not really something that they can make a business of or they don't know how that kind of thing so I think Megan and I represent really great different ends of that spectrum um so we're going to talk about that tonight but um we will do that after we take a very short break Hey boss lady, we want to support you and your business on our show. We have rolled out a new segment where we highlight boss ladies in our community by running an ad for your business. Pivotal Origins offers functional nutrition from preconception to postpartum and beyond, specializing in chronic conditions such as autoimmunity, mold, Lyme, parasites, and chronic fatigue. Check them out at pivotalorigins.com on social media at Pivotal Origins and enjoy a free month of their Marco Polo channel with the code VIP trial. If you're interested in us promoting you on our show, send us a message and let's get bossy. Let's talk about discovering your passion. Let's do it. Okay, so one of our favorite quotes is if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life by Mark Anthony. And let's just kind of talk about how we feel about this quote. I know that this is something that we throw around a lot, and I think it's a really good thing to remember. The first thing I thought of when I looked this up to see who actually said it, because we say it all the time, like, oh, Mark Anthony. Okay. Yeah, I would probably feel that way too if I was like, boning jennifer lopez like of course you're not working a day in your life but... oh no you took it too literally if you I love did. what you do <laughs> so that was so funny but um yeah i i mean i'm a big fan of this quote but also i think that it it like if you're gonna take it literally it's like a little too simplified because obviously even if you're following your passion like that takes a lot of work sometimes as you know right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think it just means like, it doesn't feel like work. And I think that's why, you know, I was just talking about with my low, how I can't stop. It's because, yes, I'm working my ass off, but I don't feel like I'm working. Like, I just feel like I am. I just can't even explain it. Like, it's fun. It's hard. It's productive. But it doesn't feel like work. It's not like, oh, I have to go to work. Even when I'm feeling burnout, even when I'm literally working, you know, from the minute I open my eyes to the minute I go to sleep, like I love what I do so much that it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. So maybe that's, yeah. Oh, that's like, no, and I, yeah, I totally, like, totally agree. That's why we say it so much because that's totally true. Yeah. I really like, I do really like that quote. And I think that can apply to so many 
things like parenthood just like popped into my head like yeah but that feels like work you know what I'm saying (laughs) I know but like even when they're babies like that waking up in the middle of the night although like stressful stuff like it is hard but like you're doing it for something that you love so much and so everyone gets through it yeah yeah you get through it that's true yeah yeah so would you say that you're following your passion right now yes 100 (laughs) percent parts of it though I feel like I feel like I'm on the path finally to discover and follow the passion fully Mm -hmm. I I feel like I've been like on the verge of following my passion for years like when we started Boss Ladies and Babies that's really when that was like the thread that was pulled to start unraveling things Um, and it's been kind of a slow unravel but all of a sudden last year I just I don't know something happened COVID, whatever, just, you know, mindset changes all around. And I really finally started to just like wake up to what my calling was. Like, I feel honestly, like I was put here for a reason and I'm starting to do that now. And so I would say I'm well on my way into my passion. Yeah. 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 I love that. I have to say like, Megan and Taylor Swift are having like really good years <laughs> right she's like put out two albums and you're like dropping all of these projects like quarantine looks good on you girl you got a lot of work done <laughs> yeah thanks so okay let's talk a little bit about your passion so how did you discover what your passion is like were, did, were there clues that you have like little baby steps like throughout your life that maybe hinted at or kind of like led you in your direction? I guess I just, so as long as I can remember, just I've always loved helping people and like being a people person. I've always been a good listener and people have always thought that I was mature for my age and, you know, just all of those kind of things. Um, but I don't know. I, I've always done things where I'm planning in a leadership position, helping those have always been the kinds of jobs that I've done. Even when I was like, I was like 16, I think in high school, one of my friends and I put together this giant, like free event where we brought bands in to perform music. And we were calling it not another teen summer party because it was like this planned party where there was no alcohol allowed. And all of our friends had been really into drinking. And it was like this, you know, this really innovative idea that was different than what other people were expecting. And, and, you know, we put that together and did that. And so just things like that, my entire life, I've really kind of thought differently, I guess. And this is really interesting, but we, for my mom's 50th birthday, we went away to the ocean and one of her friends hired a psychic to come in and, and talk to us, right. Kind of as like a fun thing to do for her 50th birthday. And she was an angel reader, I guess. So she's like one of, you know, few angel readers in the world or something. I don't remember her credentials. And we were all kind of like, okay, this is just like a joke, whatever. We'll see what happens. But when she, so she was giving everybody else like these crazy readings, like about their third eye. And she called my sister, like the queen of the mermaids and like all of these like really ridiculous, like awesome readings. Right. And when she sat down with me, I was kind of pissed because she she looked at me and she was like, I can't tell you. She's like, I just can't tell you. You're here for something greater than what you're doing right now. 
all I can say is it has to do with being a humanitarian, has to do with helping people, and you should really look into Toastmasters. And that's all I can tell you. I can't tell you anything else. And I was like, what the heck? She's supposed to be telling me stuff. She also, this was pre-Nora, I asked her about... um, like children and she said something about like seeing me playing with dolls so I'm like okay well she saw a girl baby coming my way so yeah anyway I kind of brushed it off but you know that's kind of stuck with me just in the back of my mind like why couldn't she tell me like I mean what was that like a trying to get money out of me like what was that why couldn't she tell me why was she telling everybody else but she couldn't tell me and it always stuck with me always and a few years later I found out that I was pregnant with my daughter and you know you guys have heard the story if you've listened to our show about how boss ladies and babies came to be and it was like I didn't put the piece together at that point but it was a step in that direction right speaking on a podcast helping people you know that her telling me to join Toastmasters which is like a speaking kind of training I guess or club or something and, you know, I, I'm starting to, without really, maybe subconsciously, but without really thinking about it, I'm starting to move into this direction of what she, like, really vaguely <laughs> described to me as what I was put here to do. And it just, you know, step after step kept happening, kept changing, kept evolving into what is becoming just this burning passion of what I love doing. And so I guess that's kind of how... I got here and then with COVID happening, really making it so that I took a backseat in real estate, you know, we moved here and so kind of starting my real estate career over and then, you know, that was a slow climb and then COVID happened and I'm so paranoid. I really took a step back with real estate and had more time to really focus on this true passion. It just like all kind of fell into place, which is kind of crazy. So yeah, yeah that's like a very long winded way to answer your question. But no. No, that's perfect. I love, I love that story about the psychic because it, I don't know. I, I totally like half of me totally believes in it. And I'm like, Oh, that girl like knew. And then half of me is like, okay. Like, but you cannot deny that a lot of that stuff, I mean, lines up exactly. And just like the fact that you had a girl, I I mean, that's, that's big. I mean, which really you had a 50% chance, Yeah, exactly. but but still like, for all of it to line up. I mean, that's pretty exciting. I know. And who knows if I just made it happen. Cause she like pl- maybe planted a seed or if she actually saw something, I'm kind of curious to like contact her again, but then maybe I'd be doing exactly what she wanted. <laughs> oh, that's true. It's like, I see you coming back and spending a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can, you can like... tell you're gullible. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. Well, the podcast is obviously amazing. I'm so excited to be doing it with you. It was such an, a great idea. We built such an amazing community. It's been like really well received. And I feel like we've touched a lot of people and helped a lot of people and just been so supportive and empowering. And I feel like it's just a safe place for people to come because they know we keep it real. They can keep it real. Like there's mm-hmm. no judgment here. We're all going through it. How did you take that next step and turn your passion into a business? Well, that part I'm still trying to figure out, right? Because we have been doing this for so long. I mean, we've had our podcast for two years and we're showing up and providing value. I mean, what we do is we're really, you know, between our business lab, offering business tips and bringing on other women to share their expertise and their experiences. Like 
this takes a lot of work and we've really been working hard on this for two years and you know it, it starts to get exhausting a little bit and you kind of start to forget why you do it if you don't shift your mindset and so that's kind of into that burnout thing right I know we were kind of both feeling that way for a while and so I kind of had to do a mindset shift with the podcast and realize like this is why we created the podcast we didn't do this to make money and it's okay that we're not but how can I continue to provide value for people in a way that's just as impactful but also turn it into a career Mm -hmm. and so I started to think about things that people ask me all the time like how do you do that how do you do this like oh it just seems like you do it all or you know just common things that like my friends and family or people will just say from kind of observing things that just come naturally to me and I started to think okay I still want to really really help people in an impactful way and I think that these things are how I can do that and so I just decided to turn some of these things I just naturally do into systems that I can teach to other people that help them so much and that helps me like that fills me up so much to be able to share that and it is something that you know, when I think about charging for it and making it, making money off of it, it makes me feel really uncomfortable, but I have to look at it in a way as I'm still helping them. Mm -hmm. I'm giving them something really valuable. And so by me selling this to them, I'm helping them so much and really putting a different mindset on it because the podcast is still there and we're still, you know, not making any money off of this thing. And that's fine because we're providing so much value. But then if you want to go deeper, I'm able to, you know, make that more of the business side. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so proud of you for doing that. I think it was kind of a natural next step because that, yeah, that's just your thing. Like you're so good at what you do and how you balance like the boss and the mom life that, yeah, it's only natural that you would lead people and be, you're such a great, you've been such a great example to me. Like, of course, other people are going to want to follow and figure out what your freaking secret is because you do it (laughs) and make it look so easy. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. So have you had any moments along the way where you're just like, this is why I'm doing this. Like, this is what I'm passionate about. Like this is why I get up every day and do all this work and juggling. Yeah, for sure. Um, A couple. So obviously just Nora watching me, there's Mm -hmm. been, you know, I've mentioned on past episodes where she's talking about like her podcast and, you know, things like that. And just knowing that she's seeing me really do what I love doing. And, you know, I get a lot of joy out of what I do, obviously with her and with my business. And so for her to see me doing that, I think is really special. But when I started the brand new strategy and these discovery calls that I get to do with people, we do the weekly group discovery call where we talk about the content and it's different every time because there's different people in there. And so you never know it's the same content for everybody who goes through the program, but the discovery calls that we have are always different. And you never know what direction it's going to go and what we're going to talk about. And there's a moment somewhere in the program, which is also different for everyone, but I can actually see like that aha moment happening in the people Mm -hmm. who are going through the program. And I can see how far they've come since that first day before we've even completed the program. 
I'm telling you, when I get off of these coaching calls, I feel like I could do anything. I, my adrenaline is so high. I'm so happy. I just feel so proud of these women that I'm helping and so proud of myself for being able to watch them. It's like, I'm watching them metamorphosize into this butterfly just through, you know, what we're talking about. And it's, it's really special. And it, yeah, it, I'm like, this is, if I could bottle up this feeling and sell it, then I'd be a billionaire because it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I I feel like they're like all your little baby birds and you watch them go off and fly. Like that's gotta be so emotional and like really fulfilling. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's amazing. I'm like, I I want more. I I want more of this. It's addicting. I want to help more people. And even like, with Clubhouse right now, I mean, it's, it, it, you know, it's totally just providing free value on there, but it's kind of like, if you see the value I'm giving here, like this is just the tip of the iceberg of if we work together. And so mm-hmm. spending like every Tuesday, I spend about two hours in a social media, like panel room for mm-hmm. the mob, um, mob nation, like club we do that through Clubhouse. And I'm literally just helping people and answering their questions for two hours straight. And it's just like, it's just such an amazing feeling. Like it just feels so good. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's yeah. Good. Um, were there any obstacles or fears that stood in your way to taking that step to like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like I'm going to make this a career. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton, there still are, you know, and it's like, First of all, chart like figuring out what you charge and asking somebody to pay you for a piece of your heart that you are providing, right? And the, kind of mm-hmm. that like, what if I'm not good enough? What if I don't help them? You know, the, what if they <laughs> hate me and everything about me? And what if they want their money back? Or what if you know, what if it doesn't mm-hmm. work for them? And just of course, like that com- the comparison just to so many other people out there who are coaches or business strategists or, you know, branding strategists who are offering really similar things to what I do, watching them and feeling like an imposter compared to, you know, other people. It's really common, I think, for all of us, but it it all comes back to like a mindset shift. And I have to actively every day, like remind myself (laughs) that I am just as good as anybody else who's doing this and I am unique how I do it and people choose me because they enjoy how I do it and you know just it's uh, yeah so hard every day still in the way yeah yeah that was gonna be my next question is how do you overcome those fears because we all know that yeah, the, oh, the imposter thing in comparison, especially with just how easy it is to like peek into that social media window and feel like you get to see other people's lives that are not necessarily the whole picture. It can be really hard. So yeah, I'm, I'm so proud of you for taking that step and like just owning it. You're doing thank amazing. You. Yeah. Thank you so much. And a lot of times what I'll do with um, the social media thing is I followed a bunch of people that I like have similar business too, because I really like supporting them first of all. And then it's fun to get um, inspired and like get ideas from each other and things like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what social media is all about. Right. But sometimes when we follow people that are really similar to what we're doing, that's when we really start comparing too Mm -hmm. much. And, you know, we start looking at everything that they're doing and we hyper analyze it and we compare it to, Oh my gosh, well, I didn't do it like that. Am I doing it wrong? Mm -hmm. 
And so it's a good idea if you're following a lot of people who are similar to you to just mute them and just take a break from following them because you need to continue to do it your way. And if you want to check in on them every once in a while, do that. But it's not going to be super helpful to continue to just follow them if you're feeling that way about yourself. Okay. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. I've, I've fallen into that rut with our podcast before, like looking at other accounts and like, they have how many followers do they have? How many listens are they getting? Like, they have money to do what? And we have yeah. $10? Like, are you serious? <laughs> what are we doing wrong? But yes. we're not them. Like, we don't know their story. We don't know anything about like how they've got to where they are and all we know is ourselves and that we we do our best and pour our hearts into this thing and we have nothing but you know to be proud of it yeah yep exactly and that's yeah just being proud of what you do and I I really think if you're coming from a place of providing value and serving people eventually it's going to come back at you tenfold right like we show up every week and we're doing this purely out of our hearts and because we want to be here we want to help people and I mean that's why we do it we haven't lost sight of that like yeah we felt a little bit you know discouraged here and there but we haven't lost sight of why we're doing this and I think that if we continue to move forward in that same mindset things are going to start coming back to us you know and I mean that's not even why we do it but I I do think if you keep moving forward, then you're going to get that karma, good karma back to you. Yeah. And I, and I feel like our, just like our goal is we love to share and empower and like make these connections. So of course we want to do that with as many people as possible. If we get a million listeners, then yay, that's just that many more people that we're somehow touching and making an impact on. So even if it's not about the money, it would be nice to be about the money someday, but (laughs) of course we want to like expand that way. So where do you think this passion will take you? Like, what are your dream goals? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, So I actually just wrote all of this out because I've been feeling so overwhelmed and unclear. And so for me, if I don't just get things out of my head, then they just fester there. And even if I don't do anything with them for right now, at least they're out of my head. So many ways. I don't want to give everything away, but definitely um, have already dipped my toes into signing up for some speaking events and like keynote speaking. I would love, love, love to speak when schools are allowed to be back in session with young girls about, you know, just the idea of entrepreneurship. Excuse me. I would love to write a book someday just about like the balance of being a boss lady with a baby and just kind of breaking some of the social norms and just, you know, tips on how you can show up and be all the things by not having to change who you are too much. I have some big plans for a community that will offer lots of coaching and um, just like really great support and lots of like discounts and perks, things like that. And somewhere in the very distant future is some kind of brick and mortar and that's all I want to say about that but it will be like a mom business lady haven that I don't want to give too much away but yeah it's yeah oh my gosh so yeah and then yeah with I mean all of that just kind of coming from the same place and with you know continuing to write um 
courses and different programs. And, you know, I'd really like to take on some one-on-one coaching clients, um, you know, as well as doing the group things. So just so much. There's just so much. (laughs) (laughs) The sky's the limit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if there's anyone that can accomplish them, it would be you. So I'm excited to watch where it goes. Like, this is just a Megan hype episode. (laughs) I'm just such a big, like, a big fan. And being your friend and, like, watching you do all this stuff is incredible. It's crazy. You're the best. You're amazing. Went from, like, my best friend that we did, like, lip sync karaoke to now I'm best friends with like the I don't know Oprah like yeah, <laughs> I'm, like trying right. to think of some like amazing <laughs> like no, no, one's, no one is higher than Oprah <laughs> or ever will be <laughs> right I know okay well, thank you for always 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 supporting me it yeah. means so much to me so yeah that's another thing get yourself a good support system if you're going to find your passion it's hard when you're digging for that passion. So having a strong support system who will understand if you're MIA for a week or, you know, totally losing your mind or can't remember anything, like have a good support system, which I have in you. So thank you so much. Now we're getting mushy. (laughs) I know. Okay. Well, okay. My throat is dry from talking so much. You're on the hot seat now, lady. So let's get into this. So I want to talk a little bit about what you mentioned at the top of the episode with your new discovery and talk a little bit about your passion. So I am kind of in this weird place right now with trying to like narrow down what it is that I want to do. I'm at this like huge crossroads in my life. Um, This was supposed to be the year that both of my kids were in school full time. I got really excited about that. And then with COVID, I have, you know, a couple days a week where I have no kids for a few hours, which sounded amazing. Like I was going to be able to get so much done and the hours go by so fast until it's pickup time. So I, yeah, I just feel like I'm kind of floundering. I'm just like doggy paddling in this ocean of like just possibilities. And I, yeah, I'm trying to narrow it down. So I will say... I've been feeling super like overwhelmed and stressed about it because one, my husband like rediscovered his passion during this quarantine um, of buying and selling sports cards, which he's like been collecting sports cards since he was a kid. But right now, I guess because a bunch of people, dudes are sitting at home with nothing else to do, pulling them out. Like you can make a lot of money doing that. So he has his like little eBay business he's selling and he's so happy and obsessed with it and like that's what he's doing right now as I report record this podcast he's like out there (laughs) listing his cards and watching people open cards like he's so genuinely like happy and fulfilled at least that I think so yeah (laughs) and then watching you like your journey has been incredible like it just amazing to watch and I feel like you just like oh I have this idea and then like boom you're doing it and then boom (laughs) another thing like it's just so inspiring so I took your course I'm like okay I got the brand new like course done that seriously is amazing and I feel like I have the perfect like blueprint for an amazing business ready to go and I know everything of what to do and I just like don't know what I want to do with it and I have all of this energy and I like it's just it's so hard to focus on any one thing um I do I do embroidery and I have my embroidery business and there's days that I love it and there's days that I hate it and some days where I'm like oh my gosh I could just do this all day and like sit and do these amazing designs and like 
be totally happy. And then some days it's like stressful and horrible. And I'm like, if I have to write one more kid's name on a hat, I'm going to like die. <laughs> so I feel like I'm really in between right now, but I know that I am passionate about crafting, like, mm-hmm. which I feel like cra- like crafting is such a, like, it's not specific enough or just yeah. like doesn't sound cool enough. Like I can make some cool stuff. I'm not just like, I don't know. Okay, we'll break it down. So, like, when you look at crafting, what part of crafting are you actually the most passionate about? What is it that you love doing when it comes to crafting? And that's the hard part. So, yeah, just all of it. All of it. Except for names on hats. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, no, and even that, like, I love what I do when I'm doing it. And it's just like on days and off days. But I know that I want to do something creative. I know that I like using my two hands to create something. And especially if I'm creating something for other people, like my favorite things to do is like do my kids' birthday parties and like make their cakes or make their decorations and like do all the like freaking streamers and color coordinating. Like all of that stuff is so my jam. Like I just love making things. It doesn't even matter what it's with. So I want, I know I want to find something that I can do creative and maybe it will be embroidery. This new thing I'm so excited about. It just gives me so much more like room for creativity and it's more of my creation not just like plugging in fonts Mm -hmm. which is cool too and like having a weird name growing up I like being able to personalize things for people with weird names (laughs) like you know uncommon it's it's something really special to do um and which is kind of why we got started having our daughter Piper Mm -hmm. getting stuff with her name on it like that was special especially new parents like yeah baby name yeah, but, and the new thing you're doing is really personal too, like to each person, which I think is good, and that will be really helpful. Yeah, yeah, and I love, yeah, I just really like that personal connection. I already one of my um, samples I made for my mother-in-law, and I'm pretty sure she cried when she saw it. And I'm like, nothing <laughs> makes me happier than when people cry. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, you know, getting that emotion from people and making them happy and making that connection. So. I think I'm on the right track for sure of narrowing it down and pursuing that. Yeah. That lane. Okay. So how is your passion different from what you're currently doing? So, I mean, right now you are crafting and you are making personalized things. So let's kind of look at what the, like the hold point is in between those two things. Um, I think right now, just with everything else that's going on in life in general I'm having a hard time like committing to making that my job and like Mm -hmm. setting those hours I know how to do it I learned amazing time blocking from you time management I know how to do it but just like making that time to go in there and just create I I have to just do it Mm -hmm. I have to just take that step and be like, okay, these are the hours that I'm going to just like let myself pour out all of this creativity and make whatever just to be making. Um, I haven't allowed myself that quite yet. I am getting there, Mm -hmm. um, getting there, but that, that I say, I would say is a difference. I think right now, um, I'll just, most of the orders I'm getting are, you know, just personalizing and whatever. And I like to do it. And, um, here you go. It's just kind of easy peasy send it out kind of stuff um so yeah so I'd like to I I think I'd, I'd just like to like obsess about it a little more yeah I because I was going to challenge you and say you know when you are fully into your passion I don't think that 
It's going to be a challenge of making hours. It's going to be a challenge of stepping away from what you're doing. Right. And so I think that's kind of how you'll know, right. Is if you can't walk away, like you have to make hours for everything else to fit around what you're doing. And I think, I think you're on your way to doing that for sure. This new thing that you're doing might just Mm -hmm. be just that. Yeah. Yeah. I really think so. So let's kind of dig into your past experiences a little bit. I know we talked about, you know, what kind of led me to my passion. So what do you think past experience wise has got you thinking of what your passion might be? Or how did you discover that crafting was really what lights you up? Um, I would say my mom, um, my my stepmom, but she's my mom. My mom and dad met. My dad was a sewing machine mechanic and she owned a sewing factory. And she's like the most amazing seamstress I've ever met ever. Um, I, I learned how to sew and having like industrial sewing machines in our house, <laughs> I would like literally <laughs> get up in the morning and like take fabric and make a shirt and wear it to school in high school. Like I just, I could create whatever I wanted and they were so supportive of that. That, um, yeah, strangely enough, it started, I don't want to use the term fashion because the stuff was not <laughs> cute, guys. Like, I'm not a fashionista, but it was cool for me. I was kind of weird. But, um, yeah, just being able to create stuff for myself was really fun. Yeah. Um, and then I think just, I don't know, I think having kids has just really amplified that. And you you feel more comfortable letting your like kid side out when you have kids like oh my daughter's turning one I have an excuse to spend hours and hours making these Alice in Wonderland decorations <laughs> I'm like oh, there's so many other things I should do but it's her birthday like you can't say no to that yeah, um, yeah that's just given me a, a really good creative outlet and kind of some scapegoats like it's for the kids like it's not just yeah. for me <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. I wish I was more crafty. I, <laughs> I like want to do that kind of stuff. And I it's just not good. <laughs> I have the ideas, just not the hands to execute it. Okay, so I'm going to challenge you a little bit more. So you have an idea of how to take the next step. You have an idea of why you feel like this is what you need to be doing. So really, what's holding you back? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's just myself. Probably like some fear because I have a huge, I'm such a people pleaser. I have a huge fear of rejection. So even with this new project, I like put out the samples that I made just like whipped up and I put them out just like to my friends and family on Facebook. Like, let me know what you guys think. And I, I encourage criticism, but also like, I'm going to cry myself to sleep at night. People don't love what I'm doing. So maybe that was a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. Um, but yeah, I think just it taking the time to dedicate really, I just think it comes down to time because if I go in there and I do the thing, I know that I will fall into it and be more comfortable, like taking that next step and making it happen. I just right now, like when my kids are home, which is feels like it's all the freaking time (laughs) I have a I, I like fight the guilt of not spending the time with them. But then even when I'm with them, I'm distracted, like just making that time to be more present in what I'm doing and commit fully to being in the activity that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, 
is all something that I, I need to work on for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it will all fall into place once you, once you open that door to your passion, it's just mm-hmm. going to all come pouring out girl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I hope so. So what would your dream job or dream project be? And let's just kind of dream here. Where where do you see your passion taking you? Like if there was no obstacles in your way, n- mm-hmm. nothing to stop you. Best dream life, where would it take you? Gosh. Hmm. I, oh gosh, it's a, like, it's crazy to even let myself dream that big. I don't know. I would like to, I definitely like, being my own boss I don't ever want to go and work a nine-to-five it's just not going to happen and now I've been spoiled staying home for seven years Mm -hmm. and I did real estate before that so I haven't had like a sit-down job in a long time and it feels really good and I think I thrive better not in that situation so I know I want to be my own boss it would be awesome to have either like a store or some kind of I really like the idea of um i I fooled around with the idea of like a um a mobile store mm-hmm. so like to be able to go to oh, craft fairs I love them man I'm addicted <laughs> I did one and that's all I want to do every day of my life it was so much fun <laughs> so to maybe like be able to have my little like crafty trailer and be able to travel and go to different shows and sell my stuff online and be rich yeah. and famous from making yeah. crafts like yeah I, you yes. told me about that like oh my gosh I it was years ago and I remember so vividly I was in my mom's house walking right by her stairs when you called me and you were like I have something that's big about this trailer idea like you were gonna get an old bus right mm-hmm. yeah yes Which but, I, yeah I totally can do yeah like Nothing hold me back except I don't know how many craft fairs are going on right now. But if it's outside, wear your mask. It'll be fine. So, yeah, yeah. COVID like, kind yeah. of prevented that. But still, yeah. I mean, yeah. so, like things like that, like it's not ever too big, you know? Yeah. 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 I could see that for you. I could absolutely see that for you. Or even like some kind of um, event planning. Yes. M- like tied in with providing the like mm-hmm. decor or you know themed stuff for the events mm-hmm. I could really see yeah. you doing something like that too yeah and I know events too. are happening right now but <laughs> yeah that would be amazing because we were both really big into planning parties and like every detail like I would love to do that the only thing I would have to find some time in there for me to physically be creating like mm-hmm. making this stuff because that I wouldn't be able to make everything by hand for these huge for these huge Hollywood parties that I am like <laughs> you know <laughs> planning for people I gotta make a few things like a balloon arch or something to fill yeah. my fill my heart but yeah that would be amazing yeah I could see that for you and so with the new project that really sounds like it's going to fall into like your passion and be that at least the first step onto that path where where do you see that new project taking you? What are the big goals for that? Um, I I would love to grow that business so much that I don't need to do anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, like just focus on doing that and being like the Etsy store that has that and like the Instagram that has these things, like be known for one thing. Mm-hmm. I think that would help me a lot with my focus instead of being so scatterbrained, like just be known for doing one thing really, really well. I would really like that. 
Yes, that's the right mindset too. Yeah. That yeah, that's amazing. And I bet you guys are all just like, what is this one thing? <laughs> like, we need to know. Do we have a date for the drop of this oh, happening? Gosh, um, I don't have a a date. I mean, I just need to do it. So, yeah. In the next, how about like in the next week? By the next episode, I should have them listed. Yeah, next, by next Thursday. How about that? You heard it here first. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Remember this moment when she's big time. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. You guys heard it here first. It's exciting. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Well, I really think that you're on the right track, step in the right direction. I'm excited to see what you do and to be your cheerleader and cheer you on <laughs> as you kind of step into this. I'm really, really excited for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so let's like tune it into both of us right now. So do we think that it's possible to find our passions during a pandemic? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of know. Yes. And no. Like, yeah, I think, I mean, you obviously have had a really great time. I think it's okay though. I think, you know, if you can't, if you didn't find your passion during the pandemic, like that's okay. And that's normal. And if you haven't found your passion yet, that's fine. It might take you some time, but it's, it's just, once it lights, it's not going to stop. That's how you know it's your passion. And so I think just really, really being patient and making sure it's the right thing. And, you know, if you were lucky enough to find it during the pandemic, then more power to you but either way I think it's just fine yeah yeah and I think along with the pandemic like I I have to very often like take a minute and remind myself that we are all going through like now it doesn't feel like as big of a deal because we've been in it for a year but like we're still going through some really big traumatic life experiences like yeah it's hard on that's why my kids are like so grumpy and fighting all the time like this is a big heavy burden on all of us so if you're not doing it right now or doing it fully or doing it perfectly or however you want to like you have to give yourself grace right now because Mm -hmm. this is totally unprecedented time of our lives and yeah, it's not, none of it's easy for anybody. Yeah. And step away from Instagram and quit comparing yourselves Mm -hmm. to people that you see who are like, like you guys will see my Instagram and you'll hear me talk about my business and you'll think like, wow, everything is going so great for her. Why, why aren't things going like that for me? But I'm only showing you guys the exciting things that are happening in my business. That's like a tiny percent of my actual life, you know? I'm showing you guys the highlights of my business and anybody else who is, you know, on the upswing right now is doing the same thing. So don't compare yourself to anyone ever, but especially right now. And especially when it comes to finding your passion, finding that thing that you're meant to do, like it's going to come in your own time and comparing is never, ever, ever going to be helpful. Yeah. I feel like, um, for the past, I don't know, a few years, or maybe that's just because we've kind of aged into it. Oh, God, I said that. There are so many, like, moms with side hustles. I feel like that is so huge and has been such a big thing. Um, It's a lot of pressure. Like, raising kids is hard. You don't have to have a job on top of that. What, What about, what do we do if we, like, do find that passion, but it's not something that we can turn that we think that we could turn into a job like 
how do you find the time to feed that passion without actually turning it into profit? I just think if it's a passion, you make time, right? Like this podcast, we've been doing this for two years. This is a passion project. Like Mm -hmm. this podcast may or may not ever make us money. Like this is one of those things. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of work and we just find time to do it. Like we don't really think of it as work. It's just, we do this thing that we really love doing. And we just, I mean, we're recording this at, it's nine o'clock at night on a Monday. Like that is that is what's going to happen when you are doing the thing that you're passionate about. And if you can't ever make money from it, that's fine. Just do it for fun. If it's truly your passion, you don't have to have a side hustle. You don't have to make money from it. It would be nice to eventually be able to monetize the things that you're really good at and you really enjoy doing. But again, just going into it with the mindset of serving and filling up your soul and making yourself happy, I think is the best way to you know, step into it. Yeah. 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 I think that's like our best form of self-care is taking Mm -hmm. time to just do what you want and what you love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Let's um, also kind of talk about tips for moms that are wanting to follow their passions, but then balance their motherhood. Like if it is something that they can monetize, right? Because Obviously, if it's, you know, something that you're not making money in, you're just doing it like just for passion, just for, you know, just as a hobby, it's a little bit easier to come and go as you want. But if it's something that you're really wanting to turn into a career and you're able to and trying to balance that with motherhood. So I guess that is kind of more like that side hustle you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that can be kind of tricky, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think trying to like you do find that passion and like want you because you want to give it your all when you find something that you love you want to give it your all and as a mom you can't give your all to everything at the same time Mm -hmm. so I know I'm like shameless plug for Megan I know Mm -hmm. in the brand you I mean you talk about that so much about you just like finding that balance between, okay, when I'm doing mom stuff, I'm a mom. When I'm doing work stuff, I'm doing work. And you can give 100% of yourself or 90, whatever you're like able to give to the one thing that you're focusing on. And I totally think that that's possible with motherhood. I think it's really important to have a good support system. Mm-hmm. So when you do need like that break from your kids and maybe they like aren't old enough to entertain themselves and you need someone to watch them or whatever hopefully you can find someone that can help you do that or maybe it's just finding the time when they're asleep or but I think it's possible if you're if you're passionate and you it's what you want to do Mm -hmm. I don't think that you have to do it either like if you have this idea and want to hold on to it and wait till they're older and in school Mm -hmm. that's great too yeah yeah I agree with that and I think that as you're doing it, just being intentional in everything you do, because like you said, it's so easy to, you know, have all these ideas. And that's one thing that I've really had to focus on with what I'm doing. And that is what I teach other women is, you know, dedicate time for the work, dedicate time for being a mom, so that you are not ending your day feeling like I worked my butt off in everything and I got nothing done because when I was momming, all I was thinking about was work. When I was working, all I was thinking about was guilt for not being with my kid, right? There is a way to do all of that and you just have to be really intentional about how you set it up. So 
Also, shameless plug for the brand new strategy. I can help you do that. That's what I do. So let's chat if that's something that you are having a hard time with. Yeah. Yes, I fully, like, I cannot recommend that program enough. Even just my, like, putting my business aside, just the personal, like, (laughs) impact that it's had on balancing just my life as a mom and a person has been Mm -hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. thank really you yeah, yeah thank you thank you so much okay well we're at the uh part of the episode where we do our hot mess moment usually we have our guests share their hot mess moment um and we like to share ours when it's just us on the episode but I have a really good one so I can just share mine if you don't have one because you're just you know not a hot mess at all these days girl (laughs) (laughs) like every moment Uh, no but yeah this is going kind of long so I just have one that I have to share so I'll just share it here really quickly so (laughs) I was walking around all weekend and until this morning thinking that the time changed And I don't know how many people I told (laughs) that the time change was happening on Sunday. Like Mm -hmm. I told several people and nobody corrected me. And so I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, wow, it's 830. Like, oh, it's it's the old 730. So I actually okay. so that makes sense why I slept in like literally thought. And then I came downstairs and I was like, oh, my gosh my husband changed the time on the oven and the microwave. Like, wow, he's never done that before. Like, I'm shocked that he changed the time. That's amazing. Like, how great. And just literally, like, several times throughout the day would be like, okay, it's the old this. Like, you know, how we all do. Just like several times. And Nora woke up at like, 6 30 this morning and I was like wait shouldn't she be sleeping later because of the time change I was like so worried that she's gonna be really tired and so then I was talking to my friend on the phone this morning and she was like yeah my kids slept in today and I was like oh yeah it's probably because the time change she's like the time change is not until next (laughs) weekend I literally for over 24 hours lived my life thinking that the time had changed and I had no idea that it didn't Oh my gosh. I think you told me that. I I like, I'm like, the time frame, I haven't heard anything about that. Okay. And then I forgot about it instantly. So. I even posted something on my real estate page about like, uh, not, like the two things that don't make sense, the time change and buying a home without a pre-approval and like thinking like, oh, this is so clever because the time's changing and I probably just look like a damn fool. <laughs> I love that. And just like how committed you were to that, like with all the clocks. Like, wow, Quentin did a great job. Like the whole like shook it that my husband changed the clocks. Like I was like, wow, this never happens. Yeah, it's because he didn't, because the time did not change. So that was my hot mess. That was yeah, what a mess. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That I had to good. share. That's what I was like. We can't skip hot mess. Yeah. I have to share yeah. this. This is so bad. That's <laughs> so, so good. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I don't have one to sh- I mean, I'm sure I have one, but I like can't think of one tonight and we're going along anyway, so I'll spare you guys and yes. I'll save one for next time. Perfect. Okay, well, this has been such a fun episode. What a great way to celebrate International Women's Day. I'm so happy to have been here with you, Mickey, and with everybody who tuned in while we were recording this live. Sounds good. So why don't we, now that we've talked about our passions and our businesses, let's tell everyone real quick where they can find us. 
Perfect. All right. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. So um, I have I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Piper's Designs and Embroidery, and I have an Etsy store. Um, I'm still like learning how the Etsy website thing goes, but I think it's www.pipersd&e.etsy.com. But you can search for it on Etsy, Piper's D and E. Um, yeah, and you can find me there. Perfect. And then, oh my gosh, I'm all over the place, you guys. So <laughs> you can find my real estate page at Keeping It Real Estate 360 on Instagram. You can follow all of the different coachings, classes, programs, everything that I'm doing over on It's Megan Gillespie on Instagram. You should come and join me on Clubhouse. We just got our new club, Boss Ladies and Babies Club on Clubhouse. I'll be on there. I'm always on there. <laughs> and you can find all things about the brand new strategy at bossladiesandbabies.com. That's where we kind of keep everything that's going on. So, yeah, make sure you check it all out. And we're just so excited to be putting another episode out. And just, yeah, yeah thankful for all of you who tune in. So, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So I guess we will see you all next week. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Boss Ladies and Babies. And until next time, stay stay bossy. bossy.